Hi Jane Knights and welcome back to the What the Austin podcast. We're continuing on our Taylor Swift times Jane Austen journey and today we're going to be covering off persuasion. So we've already covered sense sensibility and that was a really great episode. That one's already out so go ahead and check it out if you haven't already because there's a pretty good introduction as well of like how we all got into Taylor Swift originally so um, that's a lot of fun. And yeah today we're on to persuasion uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Obviously Martha and Anna are still with me as we continue on. So let's get into it. Martha, do you want to kick this one off? Yeah. So um, I have, I've been, I've tried to keep myself to three again, but I do have some bonus ones that I kind of thought of. Um, So my first one that I thought of was Treacherous, which is similar to what you said with Eleanor in this song. I feel like Anne kind of knows, like talking about young Anne and Wentworth, like kind of before we actually meet them, but I can see her kind of knowing the risks and kind of knowing the risk of, of falling for someone that's not really the same station as her and he's not really launched his career and obviously she she thinks it's quite a big risk but she is gonna go for that but then obviously as we all know she gets persuaded not to um but I thought Treacherous like matched it really well and that kind of like I don't know that one as soon as I heard it I was like this is Anna Wentworth obviously we never actually see them at that point we just hear about it but I thought it suited them really well yeah I love that that's really good I love that one as well. It's like a slow burn song for a slow burn love. I love mm. it. <laughs> I love it. That's okay, Martha. You can carry carry on with your going? list if you like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't know if we were going one at a time. Okay, so I also have another song from Red, um, which is one of my favourites, actually. And I think it's really underrated because I love All Too Well. But I think that because All Too Well is like so loved, I think I almost do kind of oh, get forgotten. Yeah. And that's one of my favourites on the album. Um, so I think that I almost do is perfect for Anna mm-hmm. Wentworth as well because like she doesn't really give him a lot. When, they, when they're like reunited... She kind of won't rise to anything. She tries not to speak to him because it just causes her too much pain. And he thinks, like, there's a bit in the song where she's like, oh, um, I'm sure you think I've moved on. And actually, he thinks Anne has moved on, but she hasn't. She just, she can't risk getting hurt again. So that one suits their relationship really, really well. Um, And I feel like just the lyrics were just absolutely perfect. When I was listening to it, it just, it matches them so well, where he's convinced, like, and he talks, doesn't he, about, oh, um, women don't love love for as long, like men are more constant. And then there's that really pivotal scene, which is one of my favourites, where he, she's having a conversation um, with one of his friends and he kind of overhears and she's like, no, women do love for as long. It may, it may be quieter, but w- like we're really dedicated. And I absolutely love that scene in the book. And then he kind of has hope from that. So I almost do was one that I really, really liked for their relationship. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's really good. Also, I was just going to say on on Red just in general, because I think you made a great point that um, All Too Well is so popular. I think it's become more popular since she released the the yeah. longer version. Um, but there are some other like amazing songs on Red that just really give you all the feels. And I feel like I almost do. It's just one of them. It's that, that thing of being like, you want to speak to somebody, but you don't know yeah. how it's going to go down. And that's so Anna Wentworth. Like neither of them know how to communicate with each other because they've had all this like history. So I love that pick. Yeah, yeah. I really, that one I really like felt for them with it. And then my final one is a happier one. And I went for Daylight because I feel like when they finally come together, they've gone through all like the emotions of kind of the Red album and finally like they're happy and they're both in the right place in their life to have that relationship. And they've both matured a lot in the time that they've been apart. Um, and I just want Anne to be happy. She's one of my favourites, and it's one of my favourite novels. So Daylight was my last pick. And then I think Anne's favourite album would be Evermore. (laughs) 
because she's quite mature. Yeah, I can see that. I like that. I haven't heard like daylight in so long. I'm just going to play it just so I can remember how it even goes. Oh yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that was my that was my main three. I like that you picked a happy one as well. <laughs> I feel like sometimes Taylor Swift can be kind of sad, so it's good to pick out some of our happier stuff. Absolutely, and obviously Anne goes through a lot, not just with Wentworth. I didn't even dig into the whole family thing. I couldn't even think about the (laughs) Elliot, so I would have been there forever. But I think that Daylight sums it up really well because they are just so happy at the end and they've been through so much and they've both matured so much. And I think you could, that's kind of what Taylor's been through. The whole point of the song daylight is she's been through these relationships that are like red and all of the drama. And actually now she's like, that's not what love's meant to be. Love's meant to be simple and beautiful. And that's why I thought it suited Anna. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And your picks. Okay. So my top one is from 1989 and it's this love because it has a lot of ocean imagery and (laughs) and it talks about the tide brought you in current swept you out again sinking ships this love is alive back from the dead but i'll go back to the ocean imagery because i mean obviously captain wentworth and the whole naval captain thing so that goes together but then i also like the lyrics like this love is alive back from the dead because we all thought it was dead she thought it was dead and captain wentworth is back um, these hands had to let it go free and this love came back to me uh, and you showed up just in time. So I just, I think that's kind of like a perfect theme song for their relationship. Oh my God. I'm kind of shook. I didn't pick that one, but that's so, I love that. so good. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. Yeah, that's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Also, the seaside is so important, isn't it? In persuasion, because they literally go to Lyme Regis. So the sea plays such an atmospheric part, not just because it's his career, but also because that is where kind of the big turning point is, is in Lyme Regis, isn't it? And my favourite bit from Persuasion is literally one line. And it's when, um, oh my God, what is, who's the one that falls? Louisa. Yeah. So when Louisa falls off the steps on the cob and obviously she could be dead and they all rush over and went was like get out the way Anne knows what she's doing and in her head Anne's like oh my god he knows that I'm good <laughs> and it's just the best <laughs> yeah. thing ever because her cousin is literally like half dead and she's like oh my yes. god that's funny. <laughs> and it's just the best thing <laughs> ever because it just reminds you like Anne is still so human even though she's amazing and she puts up with all this crap from all these people deep down she just wants to be loved and that line I love it <laughs> so true oh my gosh the louisa fall is honestly next level i was thinking as well when you were saying all about like the the ocean and seaside imagery as well i bet there's like something to be said about how that's portrayed in persuasion and what that means for the the emotions of the characters i'd love to like look into that at some point because i feel like that's that would be yes, a real thing yes. <laughs> i love it amazing okay and you carry on carry on okay so my next one is mine because it still has a little bit of water imagery and i like that it sort of tells a story and well i mean they all tell a story but it tells the story of that sort of like younger love and it feels like it's going through different time periods and um we've got nothing figured out and when it was hard to take this is what i thought about do you remember we were sitting there by the water so it makes me think of that kind of like naval vibe and she's just like thinking about what it was like when they were younger and i really love that line you made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter because even though she's not really a rebel i mean just even deciding to marry him for Anne is really rebellious and he and her father is a careless man and so she's kind of become careful because 
her father is a careless man. So, um, yeah, I just, and it, that's one of my favorite songs from Speak Now. And I think it kind of could be like an ending credits kind of song for the story of Anne and Captain Wentworth. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Speak Now is one of my favorite albums and I'm really hoping that she's not going to make us wait too long for the, the Taylor's version of it because she's been hinting and I... I oh, all wait. the hints in the Bejeweled music video. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so excited, excited too for that one. Um, mm-hmm. And I even like the part where it says I ran out crying even though she wasn't crying. He followed me out into the street. Now I can't remember if it happens in the book or if I'm just thinking about in the movies, but like at least in the movie, I know that he follows her out into the street. I know that he takes her on a walk, but she doesn't run. I think it's more dramatic in the movies, but I don't know. I like that song for that. And um, my final pick, uh, Sweet Nothing. I really love that for Midnight's. Um, I just, that's one of my favorite songs because it is so sweet. And I feel like that's kind of all about this chaos in the outside, which Anne's life has been with all the other people in her life. And it's just like a lot of people want something from her. And it's just the lyric is all you ever wanted was sweet nothing. And I feel like that Captain Wentworth, like he doesn't want something from her in the way that other people do. Other people just want to use her. Like her sisters want to use her for advice. They want to use her to take care of their kids. (laughs) Um, It's just like, um, they're, everyone's just rude to her and everyone just wants to abuse her and use her and like Captain Wentworth is like the su- sweet nothing like they just have like I don't know it's just got this nice kind of like slow afternoons just peace finally the like Taylor has peace with Joe so that's kind of how it feels like with Anne and Captain Wentworth like after they were married that like that's her kind of looking back on like how it all happened yeah I feel that for sure absolutely it's kind of somebody not even wanting anything from you they're just happy to be with you yeah so those are mine. Brilliant. I really I liked all of those. I did. I love that you guys took <laughs> really different approaches as well. And then I I don't know if I've took a, a, taken a different approach, but I've got I've got different picks at least. So I have Love Story first. Um, and this is kind of thinking like pre-novel, um, because some of the lyrics are, you know, mm. we were both young when I first saw you. Um, and my daddy said stay away from Juliet. And I feel like that's so much like, you know, the Elliots and Lady Russell kind of preventing Wentworth and Anne getting together yes, in the first I love place. It. In the waiting, obviously, like in that song, a lot of it's about like them waiting and wanting to be together and it being, you know, not the easiest of of loves and romances, but, um, you know, with time they're able to be together and, and be happy. Um, but also that sense of um, faith fading on whether or not the relationship's going to work. Because I feel like in a lot of persuasion, I mean, us as readers as well, we're thinking, oh my gosh, is this ever yes. going to work out? Um, so yeah, I really think that that's kind of encapsulated in in Love Story. And then another one that I had in, again, from the Fearless album is The Way I Loved You. So I kind of thought this like between what she feels like when she's chatting with like... Um, Mr. Elliot, and I, I'm a really big advocate for thinking that Mr. Elliot does Anna favor, favor in the sense that he makes her see that she is worthy and she is of value and could be a great catch. Like, just because it didn't work out with Wentworth doesn't mean that's it um, in terms of finding happiness. And obviously, when she thinks that Wentworth's going to be with Louisa, I think that's a really comforting mm-hmm. notion for her to get. And I think it builds her confidence again. So I feel like in the song, um, The Way I Loved You, it's kind of somebody um, going backwards and forwards of being like, you know, I could have a potential, just like a, you know, normal relationship that on paper looks really good. But I really miss all of the, you kind of the deep burning love that I had with somebody yes. else. 
Um, so yeah, I picked <laughs> pick that one. Um, and then the last one that I had on the list was Back to December. Um, because I feel like that song's all about just longing for like a past love and things that didn't work out and also like kind of regretting the part that you played in it if something not working out so yeah I definitely picked that one out um because like one of the lines that really stood out to me was um the fact that she's like the last time you saw me still burns in the back of your mind and I feel like that's so Wentworth when he turns up and he's getting because he's like really snard and cocky to start with like kind of making comments in public that are real digs to Anne um and I feel like back to December's kind of you know kind of living in a, in that shame a little bit that you know you did something that that wasn't great and love it yeah, love that's, it. that's that great one. I love that we've all gone like really different approaches but I really like all of the ones we pick they all me too really it's well. so fun hearing them you know I love how we all had like extra ones because we were worried we'd all have the same <laughs> same songs and we've all managed to pick different ones I think that's amazing um did any of you have anything on your extras list for persuasion I had a couple um I had death by a thousand cuts because I feel like that is what she experiences when she sees him again and when he's like potentially pursuing a relationship with Louisa and then the other one which just makes me think of Anne is this is me trying because she tries so hard (laughs) and her family is so difficult and she just keeps doing her best the whole time. So that was the other one that I had for I like her. that one a lot. That's really good. Yeah, I love that. And did you have any on your list for extras? I actually had several extras, but the two that really stood out for me, um, I liked Haunted from Captain Wentworth's perspective when Anne turns him down. Like, I kind of picture that, like, he's feeling just, like, so haunted the, by, by her and by her memory. And then I also, I know this doesn't totally fit, but it like made me smile to think about it. Bejeweled from Midnight's. Um, just thinking about when she um, sees Mr. Elliot or meets Mr. Elliot and he's kind of like noticing that she's really pretty. And so I really wish Anne would like have this moment where she's just like, okay, Wentworth isn't noticing me, but I guess I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room. <laughs> you totally see it. More like fan. That's like Anne fan fiction, I think. But yeah, I think she's like, so much fun. <laughs> she walks into the bowl and she's just like, be still bejeweled and she's just like that with like all this stuff <laughs> i can make I love the whole it. world shimmer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly though that song i do really like it but it also kind of reminds me of um i don't know if you guys have seen moana but you know when they go and there's that crab and he's got all this like shiny <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> shiny stuff on him it really makes me think about that i love that yeah film. oh it's so funny <laughs> um so I only had one thing on my extras for persuasion and that was kind of similar to what you were saying Martha about the um I almost do like the arguments you made for that I put um I wish you would on there and kind of for the exact same reasons you know um and in that song one of the lyrics is um I'll never forget you as long as I'd live so it's kind of like you know I feel like that's Anne she's never gonna forget Wentworth even if it, it didn't work out which obviously it does um it's something that she's always held on to and you know, she's, she was never going to forget him. So, Oh, I'll say my last thing that I, cause I kind of thought about different albums as far as like, not as much like Martha did, which I absolutely love of like what the character would listen to, but what the book had a vibe for, for me. So my vibe for persuasion was midnights because I think it's very in- introspective and it's thinking about a lot. The It's thinking about the past a lot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I feel like it has kind of like a, a, it always makes me think about like deep colors, like, you know, dark blue and maroon and, you know, yeah. Just like real, yeah so, and forest green and stuff yeah it makes me think of yeah. like really um 
I don't really know what the word is like sophisticated colors I think that's the, <laughs> that's probably the way and I feel like Midnight's is that kind of album as well yeah um it's a little less chaotic than some of the others and a little less playful than some of Taylor's earlier um mm-hmm. albums but I honestly loved Midnight's Midnight's Me is too. the one that I think kind of reignited my love because I kind of although I did I did appreciate like folklore and things I they were just a little bit slow for me I was a bit like oh mm-hmm. I don't I'm just feeling a bit like, ooh. but um, yeah, Midnight's I've just been like, I feel this in every way and I just listen to it on repeat. So yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Like the fact that any of the songs got into my top 100 of the year on Spotify was quite impressive. Bearing in mind it came out the end of October. <laughs> that shows I literally <laughs> had it on repeat. Midnight Rain was my number one song of the year. And I'm like, this is almost embarrassing. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I think my number one song was, um, well, one of them was from the Midnight's album was, oh my God, I've literally just gone like brain blank then. Um, you were on your own kid. That was, le- I couldn't believe it when it hit my list. I was like, okay, I've definitely been listening to that a lot if that's managed to get up there. <laughs> I love that one. That was on my top five too. <laughs> That's such a good one. There's so many great ones. Like Karma, that's another great one on that album. Oh, yeah. She's really nailed it, honestly. I also can't wait for the tour because I feel like this is one that I definitely want to go to. I really regretted not going to the Red tour because that album's just the best. Yeah. I'm so jealous that you Red went was, to that month. It was really good. <laughs> and we had we had really good seats. We were really lucky. That is everything from us in this episode and also for this weekend. So we're going to be back next weekend with another two installments of this series. So I hope you're enjoying it so far. I'm really looking forward to covering off all the other novels. As I said in the previous episode, all of Martha and Anne's information will be attached in the bio if you want to find them outside of the podcast. And also if you want to follow me on Instagram at WhatTheAustin, I would love to see you over there. That's everything from us today and we will see you in another episode.